There were two more murders 15 miles away. Arrived, we found the telephone we have a electricity line weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cop of murder. Becoming a mother changes your life in both good ways and bad. You get this wonderful new addition to your life, but you exchange it for some sleepless nights and less of a social life. On August 27, 2003, a little boy was killed in a house fire that left everybody wondering if it was a freak accident or a mother trying to get her social life back. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On the evening of August 27th, the home of 28-year-old Nicole Diar was set ablaze. Nicole made out alive with no burns, but her son, four-year-old Jacob, perished. When police found his body, he was in his bed with his dead puppy next to him. Nicole was no stranger to fire. She was a burn victim herself. When she was just four years old, she suffered from burns over 20% of her body when her brother accidentally lit her nightgown on fire. She even received a settlement from the nightgown's manufacturer. She worked summer camps for burn victims and helped speak to the children it affected. She understood the pain and suffering that a severe burn could cause, which is why everyone was shocked when police began to suspect that the house fire wasn't an accident. Their suspicions started when, the day after Jacob's funeral, Nicole had been seen out line dancing, singing karaoke, and drinking with friends. An odd reaction from a grieving mother, though it's hard to judge how others choose to grieve. However, this wasn't the first time Jacob came second to her partying lifestyle. According to reports, she would often drug her son with codeine so he would sleep for his babysitters while she went out for the night. She did this so much that Jacob developed a stomach issue, a fact that further hindered her from going out at night. After some testing, the coroner determined that Jacob did not die in the fire. In fact, he was dead hours before and... While the fire was so damaging that there was no official cause of death, it is speculated that he suffocated prior to being left in the burning home. He had no soot in his lungs and low levels of carbon monoxide, meaning he was not breathing at the time of the fire. Fire marshals also determined that the fire had been started with gasoline. So why have a child if you aren't ready to settle down? Nicole had long feared that the injuries she suffered as a child would prevent her from getting pregnant. So when she found out she was pregnant with Jacob, it was a miracle. However, once he was born, Nicole saw him as a burden on her lifestyle. This is exactly what the lawyers argued during her 2005 trial. During the trial, when asked how she could be so remorseless, she claimed, I couldn't show remorse for something I didn't do. She even claimed that she attempted to save Jacob when she woke up to the fire, but she had no soot on her clothing that night and did not smell of smoke. On the other hand, while witnesses claimed that she was an unfit parent, nothing she did warranted calling child services, and no canister that could have held gasoline was ever found at the scene. Her family also came forward to state that she was heavily medicated with antidepressants the day of Jacob's funeral, which could have explained her odd grieving behavior. After just four hours, the jury found Nicole Diar guilty of arson and first-degree murder. The following month, she was sentenced to death by lethal injection. On December 11, 2008, Nicole was removed from death row due to a court error that affected her sentence. 
It appeared that the jurors were not informed that any single juror could have saved Nicole Diar by refusing to consider the death penalty. Her death penalty was overturned, and in 2010, she was resentenced to life in prison without parole. To this day, she claims her innocence. We may never know what truly happened to Jacob Diar. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on August 28th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.